Hi, everyone. Kirsty and I are excited to bring you the Perspectives by Splunk podcast, where we seek to bring you interesting topics around security and technology for leaders by leaders. And we're joined today by Gary Steele. Gary, I want to start off with a quick one for you. Sure. Who is Gary Steele? Who is Gary Steele? Well, I'm Splunk CEO, yeah. <laughs> and I've I'm just having an amazing time being Splunk CEO. Yeah. Fantastic. That's great. I mean, that could have gone a lot of different directions, that question. We had I know. on the legend, Gary Steele, our CEO. <laughs> We're going to get into a fight art yeah. conversation. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Great to be here. Um, as we said, you know, this podcast is by leaders for leaders. So we'd be really keen to know for you, what's the biggest challenge that you hear from our customer executives today as you speak to them peer to peer or leader to leader? You know, one of the things that's been great being here at Conf and uh, spending time with our customers, I think there's this broad theme around resilience. Obviously, that's a big part of our messaging, but I also think it's what's on people's minds. And it really spans from cyber to how do you keep this broad, vast digital footprint up and running consistently. And so I think while that happens to be our messaging, I do think it is number one top of mind for um, tech leaders today. Yeah. One of the things that we talk about is, you know, we've seen Splunk go through some pretty massive transformations from a go-to-market perspective yeah. uh, and frankly, you know, operating in a a uh, highly innovative part of the industry. For, from your seat, what's maybe some wisdom that you could share with uh, you know other leaders that they're trying to lead through you know big changes like this that are happening today? Yeah, I think um, a couple things. I think one, as a technology company, one of the things I've been super focused on is how do we continue to increase the pace of innovation? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's all about delivering an amazing customer experience, and at the heart of customer experience is innovation. Yeah. So that's what that's what they're dependent upon us for. And so really getting everyone thematically focused on it, you know, being here at Conf, I think people walked away with that message. There's a lot happening across the product line, which I think everyone's super excited about. And then in that process of leading change, you know, for Splunkers, you know, one of the things I've been trying to do consistently is talk directly to Splunkers every week and make sure that people really understand how we're thinking about the opportunity going forward and getting aligned on what's really important and customer experience being a big part of that. Yeah, I think that innovation piece is really key. And it's interesting because we wonder how that offsets against the background, you know, the challenge that we're working in, the context that we're in with the economic climate, the, the way it is. And wondered if you could speak a bit about how that has challenged you to think differently the way the economy is at the moment. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's a level of uncertainty in the economic environment. You know, honestly, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's super uncertain. Like, yeah. I don't think any of us really understand what the next year will hold in terms of where does the economy go? But I think as long as we're anchored and focused on things that result in value for our customers, that's all that matters. Whether that's improving customer experience, whether that's more products and capabilities that drive better innovation, whether it's capabilities that help customers consolidate their offerings, I think all of those things are really good. And so if you never lose sight of delivering value to customers, I think you will do the right thing even in a choppier economic time. That yeah, so it's it's interesting though because I think from a leader perspective, uncertainty certainly makes people you know sometimes uncomfortable. But they look sure. to leaders like you and CEOs to you know set uh, priorities, right? To prioritize sure. objectives. How do you go about that process of helping develop if you know customer experience and pace of innovation are critical? How do you set those perspectives and cascade those effectively through your teams? Yeah, you know it's interesting. You know, as a company, we really have two kind of competing priorities, which are. How do you ensure that that customer experience is amazing every day? And there's always room for improvement there. And then I think about the power of all of our employees and the capabilities that they have to deliver that customer experience. And I think about customer experience and employee experience very much 
equivalent because they're so so critical to running this business. And if you always frame everything in terms of what really matters, is it does it mattering to an employer? Is it mattering to a customer? Yeah. It's kind of it kind of sifts helps you sift through those priorities relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think you could ultimately then deliver great outcomes as a result. Yeah, that lens is really important for helping you prioritize and get those things in order. And that can really help in times of uncertainty, like you were saying before. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've seen a lot of evolution happening lately with the Splunk portfolio. Um, of everything that's going on, what do you think is resonating the most with our customer executives? You know, it's interesting because there's so much thematic discussion around AI. I think everyone wanted to hear, like, Splunk, yeah. what are you up to? <laughs> you know, and, and one of the things that I'm personally very excited about is what the future holds for us in this broad context of AI. You know, the announcement that we made today relative to Splunk AI, I think is a good anchor point. But what's really exciting is where it's all headed. And if we can just make the lives of our customers easier because you're assisting them along the way with more sophistication delivered through AI, that's kind of amazing. Yeah, absolutely it is. So one of the things that we're hoping that leaders will come to you know, Splunk Perspectives 4 is, you know, to stay abreast of what's going on in the market. You talked about that there's incredible innovation happening in AI across the Splunk portfolio, but really it's happening across the world. Like there's there's lots of innovation happening in lots of pockets. I'm curious, you know, you, you talked earlier about having, you know, great connection to your team, right, through regular cadence conversations, but what other sort of, you know, best practices do you adopt to help keep yourself abreast of the technology changes, abreast of like what's going on in the market so that you can accurately prioritize your teams? Yeah, you know, for me, and I, I set on this mission when I joined the company, is I wanted to get really close to customers. And so I spent a good portion of my time, my first 100 days, my first 100 customers. Um, it really helped anchor me for how customers were thinking about what was making Swung great and also where we could improve. Yeah. And so having that strong foundational knowledge of what the heck's going on with our customers, to me, was sort of the basis for which it just helps you make priority decisions. So you're not relying upon everything filtering through five layers of people before it gets to you. And you have your own perspective and opinion on, well, I talked to a lot of customers myself. I have I have a view of what's really working or, or areas where we just need to improve. Yeah. It's really interesting because that ground truth is exactly that very grounding. And it reminds me of this TV show called Undercover Boss, where you get to go and sit among... I know. I watch that show. Yeah. Right. Would you, would you <laughs> ever go on that, Gary? I don't know that it applies. I think it's better in retail. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Retail, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I think it's the better, like the restaurant or the. <laughs> I actually the think the bigger challenge you would have is because you are such a uh, present CEO. It's not, you know, we have a regular, you know, cadence conversation with you. So I don't think you could sneak in and. Uh, I know. How would I? What would my disguise be? Like I don't even know what it would be. Just drink, not diet Pepsi. Oh, oh, maybe that would be. It looks like very cool. Maybe if I showed up with a diet coke. Yeah, right. Who's this guy. Who's this guy? I'm crazy. So I'm, I'm curious. I want to double click on one thing you mentioned earlier, though. This AI story, right? Yeah. It it's 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 pervasive. Everybody wants to talk about it, but making it real seems more challenging. What around AI? Like what about AI innovation that Swag is doing? Do you think is making AI really valuable in specific domain areas? No, what I think is super exciting is our focus on just making our users' life better. Yeah. Assisting them in the tasks that they have ahead of them and making it more efficient, faster, more practical, delivering better outcomes as a result. You know, I keep reminding people, AI is not magic. It's not magic. (laughs) As much as they'd like to believe. As long as people portray it that way sometimes. I get lots of questions that you would think AI is magic, it's not. 
Um, but it has great potential. And I think if we focus again, going back to customer experience, how can we deliver an amazing customer experience by leveraging AI that just makes some of day simpler? Yeah. I think that customer experience thread comes through really clearly in your leadership and best exemplified perhaps by the 100 days, 100 customers that you mentioned before, which is a great piece of advice for anyone starting and taking over as a CEO of a new company. But if you had um, the chance to give some advice to perhaps new CEOs or CEOs who are coming into a new company, what advice would you give to them in their first 100 days? Yeah, I think um, the thing, I did a couple things that I really look back on and I think, okay, this was a good lesson. One was the focus on customers. I don't know that I would commit to a hundred customers. It was actually a lot. Like, <laughs> am I going to make my goal? <laughs> I've got to make my goal. Um, and then I spent a lot of time with Splunkers. Yeah. And so hearing directly from the employees, what was working, what wasn't working. And again, not relying on it all being filtered through other people. Yeah. And I remember um, the chairman of Splunk's board said to me, well, you know, maybe in your first 90 days, Gary, you can talk to the top 50 Splunkers. And I, my response was, dude, I'm going to do that before I start. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to have, I'm not going to wait. Yeah. So literally before I even walked in the door, yeah. I had a really good sense. So my only advice is just the more that you can understand what you're walking into, meaning what's, what's on the minds of the employees and what really matters. And then what's on the minds of your customers and it then helps you very quickly sift through what are, what's really important. What are the priorities For sure. and what really matters? You know, you guys remember this. When I walked in, we had 12 priorities. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. I can't even name them off now. <laughs> it was one every <laughs> month. Yeah. And we, went in, we got it down to five relatively yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't being disrespectful to the past. There were all those 12 things were very valid. It's just the average employee, including me, I can't remember them. Yeah. And if it's too many, you're probably not actually focused on all of them. For sure. And so, again, the more we can all keep it simpler to try to drive better outcomes, I think it's just better. Yeah. If everything's important, nothing's important, right? Right. And, and, and honestly, nothing gets done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So one last thing I want to ask is, you know, you talked about being respectful to the past. Splunk has a phenomenal culture. An amazing culture. And amazing right. customers, amazing yeah. community, and it's excited to be part of. I think as you look out over the next couple of years, what are you most excited about as if your priorities come true, what are the, what's that world look like in a couple of years for Splunk that you're excited to be part of? Yeah, I think um, the path that we're on for customer experience, just making it easier for customers to adopt, making it easier for a customer to get outcomes. Those are great things. You couple with that, with the pace of innovation we have, I think it can be really transformative about the outcomes customers can get from Splunk. And while we're at the beginning of this journey on AI, mm-hmm. I think that it will unlock amazing outcomes that we can't even foresee. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if you go back in time, what has been so remarkable about, remarkable about Splunk is this incredible platform that empowers people to do things that no one would have ever imagined. Right. And I think the work that we're doing, the innovation we're doing, coupled with AI, continues to unlock that in a super powerful way. Yeah, it's such an interesting uh, response to end on. I'm so sorry we don't have 
more time with you today. I know your schedule's incredibly busy, but we want to say thank you so much for joining us. It's so great to be here. Thank you for your time. And thank you for, um, for our listeners as well, for listening to our executive takes on today's security and technology, topics by leaders for leaders. It's always great to hear Gary Steele speak on any subject, but especially the range of things you've let us ask you today. So thank you and head over to splunk.com slash perspectives for more. Be sure to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're currently using. If you're listening and you want to watch the show, check out YouTube. And if you're watching, but you'd prefer to listen, check out the Perspectives podcasts wherever you find your podcasts. Speaking of podcasts, you should also check out the Security Detail podcast by Audra Streetman and Kirsty Payne. They explore cyber threats across a variety of industries with some of the most trusted names in cybersecurity. And don't forget to check out splunk.com forward slash perspectives for blogs featuring the latest executive takes on today's security and technology topics by leaders and for leaders. Thanks for listening.